When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The NFL is back and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is giving all new players a can't miss offer for week one. Bet just $1 on any NFL game during the first week of the season and received $200 in free bets instantly, no matter what. Take advantage of this limited time offer now. You heard right. DraftKings is giving all new players $200 in free bets instantly when you place a bet of $1 or more in any week one game. Head to DraftKings Sportsbook app now to check out all the great promotions and daily odds boosts. Plus, you can make every game a big game with same game parlays. And you know what I say, Brandon? Bet it all on the bills. Whatever your paycheck was this week, Put it all in the bills. Wise, wise advice. Well, to do that, you should download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN to receive $200 in free bets when you place a $1 bet on any week one game. That's promo code THPN to get your free $200 in free bets instantly for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older. New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Straight Up Sabres presented by the Hockey Podcast Network and Buffalo Fanatics. As always, I'm Brendan. And I'm Taylor. And Taylor, it's the middle of August and we're still doing this thing. Is it still August? I couldn't tell. It's, um, I walked out of the shower and I'm immediately drenched in sweat again. As soon as I got dry from that, I'm, you know, just soaking wet again. Wow. So I, I guess I could tell it was August without looking at a calendar. That sounds sensual. Yeah. So, <laughs> hey, remember... A couple episodes ago, I mentioned Rod Gilbert was the Rangers leading scorer of all time. Yeah. So I just got an athletic notification that he actually, he died. Oh. Yeah. So I'm, I just saw this, like literally as the podcast was starting. So he's, it's an interesting thing. So he played for the Rangers his whole career from 1960 to 78. It's a weird time in NHL history. The 60s were not high scoring and they're mostly really only known for these days. The thing people remember the 60s for is expansion in 67. So the 70s, you know, was a very interesting time. And then the 80s is the time everyone still talks about in NHL history. Completely missed the 80s, obviously, but did not play for good teams in New York. But he's like one of the only Fords in Rangers history who was like a good Ford that they actually drafted and kept, not just poached from another team. Wow. I mean, that's what he's their leading scorer. He has, let's see here, 406 goals and 1,021 points. And you would think he wouldn't be the leading scorer, you know, 
eventually like they'd have someone with more their original six team mm-hmm. but like you know like i said they just consistently their forwards are like artemi panarin or rick nash or gabrick or like these guys that they got from other teams right. Wayne gretzky mark messier right um, but anyway the first quote in here is from chris jury so oh really anyway, i thought we should mention that you know yeah he's uh he's easily one of the weirder names when we did the quiz uh for leading uh points guys uh for every team you would expect you would know the rangers one and then it's like wait who the hell is it mm-hmm. but damn so oh, i can well, I, I've cheered, you have cheered for a lot of athletes in our lives who uh quietly were good for a very long time for uh bad teams that never did anything so definitely relate to roger bear respect anyway so since we don't have much to talk about uh with the savers nothing doing with eichel still except he tweeted an emoji <laughs> so whatever <sighs> not doing a podcast about an emoji so i came up with a quiz it's a modified version of the higher or lower or over under same we've called it multiple things we never said I think over under same was the name we came up with yeah cool yeah, this, all right yeah this is kind of that but it's modified version of that all right uh and it's no sabers it's all different nhl things from mainly the 2000s and 2010s okay i'm into it all right let's start here 2001 Last place, Anna, Mighty Ducks of Anaheim. Who played more games in net? Guy Herbert or Jean-Sebastien Jaguer? I'm going to say Guy Herbert. You were correct, and it was the last year that was true. He had 41, yeah. 41 games to 34 for Jaguer, and then obviously Jaguer kind of slowly took over and made the cup a couple years later. So there it is. Correct on the first one. All right, second. So – one of the interesting things in NHL history, the Calgary Flames, a couple years apart, were coached by brothers. Uh, Brian Suter coached them in the late 90s, and then Daryl took over. Sutter Suter, I always get that wrong. Yeah. Because there's, there's different families. I'm going to say Sutter, I guess. People say Daryl Sutter. But there's different spellings, and there's, you know, it's not just these guys with the six brothers. Whatever. There's a, mm-hmm. lot, of, a lot of ins, a lot of, a lot of outs, a lot of what-have-yous. So anyway... Daryl coached them to the Stanley Cup famously. He coaches them again. I'm not including this, uh, not including that part of it. So the question is, who coached them longer? Did Brian coach them longer or Daryl? And again, this does not count Daryl's second stint, just his first stint, where they made the cup. I'm going to still say Daryl. Incorrect. Uh, well, surprised to hear that. Uh, Brian coached uh three years daryl only coached two years and change you think uh stanley cup appearance would have got him more leeway yeah really though all right so 2010-11 dallas stars another last place team i didn't pick a lot of good teams here wow. the questions are hard i'm gonna name a bunch of guys one of these guys was not on the 2011 dallas stars so you tell me which guy was not on the team okay Brad Richards, Louis Erickson, Mike Ribeiro, Brandon Morrow, Patrick Sharp, Matt Niskanen, Jamie Langenbrunner, or Andrew Raycroft. What, what, so you just gave me how many names there? A bunch. Only one guy was not on the team, though. All the other ones are on the <laughs> team. The question is this. Okay, Sam Slower again. Brad Richards. This is 2010-11, you said? Yep. Okay, go ahead. Brad Richards, Louis Erickson, Mike Ribeiro, Brendan Morrow, Patrick Sharp, Matt Niskanen, Jamie Langenbrunner, 
Andrew Roycroft. Raycroft. Patrick Sharp, right? He wasn't there yet. Correct. Correct. Yeah, okay, cool. There's some interesting names there, though. I, you probably wouldn't have expected, right? I had a feeling all of them. I mean, I knew all of them that at least played for the show. Who were you thinking was going to be the one that I would have got tripped up on? Well, I thought 2011 is kind of late for Langenbrunner. Uh, Niskanen is someone that, yeah, and Moro. Niskanen is someone that uh, isn't known as a shark. And then Raycroft being around in 2011 was shocking to me. I had no idea oh, yeah. he was around that long. Yikes, man, that oh, guy. Yeah, I mean, he wasn't even old or anything. <laughs> he was yeah, a rookie in like 03, but yeah, he stunk. All right, here's a good team, but not a good team, but a good team. The 06 Oilers. Ooh, okay. Uh, famously carried to the cup by the efforts of Dwayne Rolison. Good God. And lost in game seven, unfortunately. We don't talk about that. So they had four goalies play for them in the regular season. Who played the most games for them? Was it Juicy Markinen, Mike Morrison, Ty Conklin, or Dwayne Rolison? Ty Conklin. It was UC Markinen. Wow. Okay. Interesting. I would not have Weird guessed. That. You know who's fourth? Who? Rollison. Dwayne Rollison. Wow. Yeah, that's it's casually just goes to the cup after too. Yeah. Whatever. No big deal. It's bizarre. All right. So a team that's been neither good nor bad really most of the time, the Minnesota Wild. I'm going to give you four guys. You tell me who ranks the lowest in career point shares for the wild okay. out of these four guys. So I don't really know what point shares are, but that's how hockey reference uh, displays those pictures up at the top. So you, you mean to tell me page. that you're asking me the question of, uh, of a stat that you don't even know? Well, I don't know exactly what it's measuring, but it's, it's basically, a, <laughs> what? A, well, no, it's a catch all stat. So it's like war. You don't know what uh, war is measuring. Yeah, I really. do. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, it's, it's basically a catch-all stat, but I don't know that it's a good one because I don't see anyone else use it besides hockey reference. Uh, okay. Uh, but anyway, it's basically like who was the most valuable for Minnesota according to this stat? Uh, these are not uh, the top four or anything like that. They're just four random names thrown out there. Jared Spurgeon, Zach Parise, Manny Fernandez, and Nicholas Backstrom. Who is the least valuable of those four for the Wild? Say the names again really quick. Jared Spurgeon, Zach Parise, Manny Fernandez, Nicholas Backstrom. So we have, who was the second name again? Zach Parise. We have a four, a four to D and two goalies. Yep. Um, probably, well... I feel like this is a trick question because I think Backstrom had a good run there. And Fernandez was their starter for a bit. Maybe Manny Fernandez, I guess. Surprisingly. Is it Parise? It actually is Parise. Yeah, yeah. Which is wild. Uh, their Spurgeon is four all time for them, which is shocking. Manny Fernandez, really high. Wow. Hey, listen to this. Nick Backstrom is their number one all-time in point shares, the most valuable player to ever play for them in their now more than 20-year history. Come on, really? Yeah, legitimately shocking. Good for him. Um, anyway, next question. We have a question about, guess what? It's another bad team. It's the uh, 2003 Nashville Predators. Okay, wow. And if anyone remembers the early Predators, or almost all the Predators teams uh, pretty much their entire history, 
they're not very exciting offensive teams. Yeah, they're not they're not fun teams. Um, so that's who the question's about. Oh, good. He's their leading scorer. Yep. I'll give you an over under here. Was he over or under 49 and a half points? 49 and a half. Oh, man. Uh, is same an option on, or is it just over or under? That's, that would probably, well, never mind. Um, I'll go over. I'll say he had like 50 or 51. He had 48. I hate everything. <laughs> Yeah, really fun team they had there. I actually almost asked about their goalies. They had a really weird goaltending situation. Who was it? Now I don't remember, but it wasn't. It was right before Rene. But I remember, I think Alex Ald was involved in somehow. Oh, yeah, baby. Yeah, it didn't look. Let's go. Say no more. Didn't look good. All right, 2004 Vancouver Canucks uh, are not a bad team. Pretty good team. Pretty interesting team. A lot going on. It's kind of a transition between the good Canucks teams of the early 2000s and what eventually became the two-time president's trophy winning Canucks. Okay. So it was still the Nasland era, but you had uh, some young guys there. So, and then you had some older guys on the way out. So I have one young guy, one older guy on the way out who had more points, Jeff Sanderson or Ryan Kessler. Wait for what is this career points you're saying? No. in that if for that team in 04. Oh, uh, that would be a very easy answer, I think, if it was. Yeah. Clear. In 2004. Yeah. Mm. Let's go Jeff Sanderson. Correct. He had seven points and Ryan Kessler had five. Wow. Yeah. So the trick of that question is neither of them were important to the team. Thanks. And also neither of the Sedins were top two in points. It was Nasland. And then I don't remember who number two was, but it wasn't them. Uh, Oh, it was Bertuzzi. It was Todd Bertuzzi. Bertuzzi, who was a, uh, uh, also up to some other stuff that year. That was not a good guy that year. Yeah. Yeah. And then also on the team, Trevor Linden was still there. So like I said, real transition. Uh, Also on 04, the Van, not Vancouver, the uh, San Jose Sharks uh, had their first 100 point season, their first trip to the Western Conference Finals. I'm okay. gonna give you four names. Uh, who did not have double digit playoff points for them? For what team again? You said the Sharks. Okay. Vincent Dampus, Patrick Marlowe, Jonathan T- Chichu, or Marco Sturm. Okay, can you repeat that one more time, please? Vincent Dampus, Jonathan Chichu, Patrick Marlowe, or Marco Sturm? And the question was, I mean, again? Oh, yeah. Which of these guys did not have double-digit playoff points for them? Vincent Dampus. No, he led them in playoff points with 14. (laughs) I I thought about making that the question, but that would have been too hard. Yeah, Vincent Oh, good. Thanks for taking it easy on me. (laughs) Vincent Dampus. He's like 36. Um uh, another decent team, actually, the 2002 New York Islanders. Uh, can you name two of their th- three leading scorers that year? And a hint is two of them played for the Sabres. 
One of them played the middle, not the beginning or end, relatively in the middle of his career as a Sabre. One played the very end of his career, last time he played for the Sabres. And one uh, kind of uh, got his career ended by getting knocked out of the playoffs with the Sabres, by the Sabres. Now, not that that was the exact end of his career, but spiritually it was. So just name two of those three guys. How the hell am I supposed to know this? You know, the 2002 Islanders, they're like, they're up there with like the 02 Red Wings, 08 Red Wings, 70 something Canadians, the 80s Oilers. Everyone talks about them. The only you know, thing you could do is use uh, context clues. We've joked around about giving each other ridiculous questions before. This this is ridiculous now. It's just naming two of their three leading scores. It's of the 2002 Islanders. Yeah. It's, is it, I don't, Alexi Yashin, is he one of them? Yeah. Yep. Okay. He's one of them. Um, 2002 Islanders. Um, what were the other connections you said? The other two played for the Sabres. Uh, one played for the Sabres before this, and one played for the Sabres long after this, but he only played two games for the Sabres, barely but you will know who he is. Is the one before Michael Pekka? Yeah, there you go. You got two of the three. So I told you that wasn't hard. I guess, yeah. I think it was just like the extra explaining you gave at the end of it just kind of like made it seem more confusing in my head, but we did it. We made it through. Yeah, I mean, so just so everyone at home knows, Pekka's the one who didn't play the beginning or end of his career at the Sabres. Right. Yashin got his career spiritually destroyed by the Sabres, pounding the Islanders in the playoffs. And you know what? Actually, I think that was the end of Yashin's actual career, now that I think about it. So I was, it wasn't spiritual. It actually was the end of his career. After 2002? Seven. When the Sabres oh, beat him in the playoffs. Oh, you mean, okay, yeah. Sorry, gotcha. Uh, and the other one is Mark Parrish. Mark Parrish. Wow, Portland Pirates legend Mark Parrish. Yep. Unbelievable. All right, so let's see here. We got one more question. Woohoo. And this one is a—it's uh, about a team that's near and dear to our hearts, but it's no longer with us. It's the 2011 Atlanta Thrashers, the last Thrashers team. Oh, R.I.P. And a a future Saber, future from their perspective, former mm-hmm. from our perspective. Evander Kane was on that team. He was a high draft pick, mm-hmm. still a young guy then. He finished fifth in scoring for them. Can you name two of the four guys, two of the four Atlanta Thrasher legends that finished ahead of him in scoring? Nick Antropov. No. Damn. All right, I'll give you I, one, one wrong guess. I'm really so good can, about that one. No more wrong guesses, though, so can you still get two? Leading scores for the Atlanta Thrashers? Yeah. Uh, Kovalchuk, is he there at that point? No. No? Um, oh, boy. Um, This is tough. Are they like no names? Like, should I know this? They're Atlanta Thrasher legends, all of them. All right. So, um, Taylor, I legitimately do not even know. Do you have any other clues you can give me? Well, you already guessed wrong twice. <laughs> How should oh, we so I'm this? wrong, I guess. Okay. Then who is it? It's Andrew Ladd. Oh, okay. Dustin Bufflin. I was going to guess Bufflin too. Shit. 
Toby Enstrom. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Director. And Brian Little. Brian Little. Wow. I forgot he was there. I think those all qualify as Atlanta Thrasher legends. Yeah, they certainly do. Certainly do. Brian Little is still with us along with, well, yeah, no, just Brian Little. Yeah, man. Yeah, I guess so. I guess wow. Enstrom's probably retired. Bufflin's yep. definitely retired. Man, is Andrew Ladd retired? Mm, yeah, I think so. Isn't he like medically like? Oh, right, right, right. Something like that. Yeah, man. Wow. Crazy stuff, man. Wow. Do you have any uh, recommendations? Mm, you know, I was pretty excited about Free Guy last time. So that's really, I'm, I'm just kind of sticking with that. I, I don't really have anything new. Um, yeah, I recommended Isaiah Rashad. Those have really been kind of like the big things lately. No, I, I don't. I don't. I recommend everybody has a, a good Monday. What do you recommend? I want to recommend for the horror fans out there, The Empty Man on HBO Max. Very spooky. Okay. Ooh, I actually have something I want to recommend. I want to recommend a restaurant. That's a new one. Oh, all right. Uh, I went to this place, Waxlight, on Chandler Street. It's, like, all the way down Chandler past, uh, like, Thin Man and the Cider Hall. Um, phenomenal. I, I was so blown away. I mean, it, it's com- pretty off the beaten path considering it's, like, all the way down Chandler. But it is a gorgeous place on the inside. If you're just looking to have, like, a real nice, like, night out you know if you have a significant other and want to take them out on like a real like nice date night this place is what's up really good cocktails there i had an apricot sour cocktail that i had like three or four of and it was amazing um really good meal too good appetizers like it was it was a really really great spot that i was i mean it'd been open for it's been open for two years i believe but i was pretty bummed that uh I had just learned about it now because I was so impressed by it. So yeah, wax light on Chandler. If you're, if you're looking for a nice night out somewhere by all, or if you're just looking to go with a friend, I went with a buddy of mine who went and it was awesome. Like we had a really good time, good atmosphere, great, like very, very friendly staff. Uh, apparently it was opened up by, I think like five local or five people in like the local restaurant scene who all kind of cover different facets of, of restauranting between like uh, somebody who's like the head of the bar. Somebody I believe is a, uh, like a, licensed sommelier um a couple bar managers somebody in the kitchen too so yeah they got a a good team over there really really friendly staff like i said great atmosphere incredible food good cocktails so highly recommend nice uh yeah. and my, my former savers player of the week is mark Parrish. mine's jeff sanderson Good stuff. All right. Well, Love see you that. Thursday, everyone. See you Thursday, everybody. Thanks, all. Thank you all for tuning into this episode of Straight Up Sabres presented by the Hockey Podcast Network and Buffalo Fanatics. Make sure you're checking out the Hockey Podcast Network and Buffalo Fanatics on their respective websites and wherever you stream podcasts. Check out all the great shows that both platforms are putting out. Also, as you heard at the top of the show, this show is sponsored by DraftKings Sportsbook. So make sure you are using our promo code THPN to take advantage of great deals on whatever your sporting desires are, especially with the NFL again kicking off, as we had said. So make sure you're checking out DraftKings. We'll be back with a new episode on Thursday. Thank you all so much for tuning in. This has been Straight Up Savers. <laughs> <laughs>